Well, hey, everybody, I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith. And it's time for the news from trucknews.net. Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. For all the news on all the Star Trek CEO. It's trucknews.net. That's the only thing you were missing. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Online at treknews.net. Welcome, everybody, to the news from treknews.net, the oldest brand new Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks, bringing you all the Trek news in 15 minutes or less for the week of July 21st, 2021. Dan, it's been a little bit since we've done news because there hasn't been much. Mm. And we're going to play a little catch up this week and tell people how they can hear even more later on. But up I first, love, love catch up. There, I love. Just stop. <laughs> up first, Dan, there have been rumors about a new Trek movie for a while. And earlier this year, the studio confirmed it would be happening. And now we have some fairly big news, I guess. Yeah, it's good when we get out of the rumor aspect of these stories and finally get into some fact. And as you mentioned, Bill, earlier this year, the studio did confirm that a new Star Trek movie would be coming out. And that was about all they really said. Well, now a few months later, some new news has been released, and it's pretty significant. The project now has a director, and some may say it's a big name. It's Matt Shackman, who most recently directed all nine episodes of the hugely popular WandaVision series, uh, series uh, season one over on Disney Plus. WandaVision, by the way, gathered 23 Emmy, Emmy nominations uh, earlier last week, which is a pretty huge feat in itself, uh, including a nod to Shackman for a Best Director nomination. Anyway, in addition to WandaVision, Shackman is an award winning director for his work in theater and television, including helming episodes of Six Feet Under, House, Game of Thrones, and Succession. Now, in addition to the director being named, The Hollywood Reporter is also saying that the film would be based on a story by Geneva robertson Dwarrett and Lindsay Beer. Now, robertson Dwarrett co-wrote the 2018 Tomb Raider movie and 2019's Captain Marvel, which, Bill, I know you loved just as much as I did. Indeed. Uh, yeah. And finally, according to the report, filming of this new movie will begin in the spring of 2022 and is set for a June 9th, 2023 release. And of course, that can change and we'll find out a little bit down the road. Apparently, um, this is not the announced movie that will be written by Discovery screenwriter Kalinda Vasquez, which means another movie could still possibly be in the works and just haven't really had any other announcements on that. What is not known about this bill is whether it will be a Kelvin timeline movie with Chris Pine and Zachary Quino and the ca and the entire cast or something completely new. So I guess we still have more, much more to find out about it. Much more, because these details are, are pretty scant. And um, <laughs> they're already talking about when it's coming out. So they've got to have something. They're just not revealing all their cards. Interesting about Matt Shackman. So he has directed several episodes of the FXX comedy, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. That's where he got the job to direct an episode or two of Game of Thrones. Because the producers of Game of Thrones have actually written episodes of Sonny. And he got recommended for Thrones by Sonny, which is really interesting huh. that a show that has, uh, that really is completely night and day from Game of Thrones, yeah. put him in a real track to be in part of some of the biggest nerd franchises of all time, which I think is amazing. That is pretty amazing. And yeah, could not nothing could be different from Game of Thrones and, and Sonny in Philadelphia, two as polar opposites as you can get. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Moving on, Dan, 
you know, toys are fun. You know it, I know it, and now a familiar name will be back to make some of the best Star Trek toys around. Yeah, I gotta say this announcement brought both you and I to our earlier years in the 1990s when Star Trek action figures and accessories were all the rage. Uh, We're very happy to hear that Playmates will once again be the major producer of Star Trek toys. Uh, Playmates and Viacom CBS Consumer Products announced a new license for the Star Trek franchise recently, and this deal covers action figures, vehicles, ships, all kinds of stuff, just to name a few. And the new line of Playmates Star Trek toys will kick off in 2022. Now, Bill, you may ask... What shows will these new toys be from? Hey, Dan. Hmm. You know, what shows will these new toys be from? Well, buddy, I'm glad you asked. First, you can look forward (laughs) to a new lineup of action figures and accessories from Prodigy. Awesome. Discovery, Lower Decks, and Picard. So basically everything currently running on Paramount Plus right now or about to start on Paramount Plus when you talk about Prodigy. Plus, Playmates also says that other Star Trek series throughout the universe will be coming soon. And they say that future announcements will include other series and motion pictures, which is pretty cool. So so basically clear out some new shelf space or put up new shelves or do whatever you need to do um, because uh, we're going to have new toys, yo. And I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I can remember being in Denver in the early 90s and going around to various toy stores looking for some of these action figures just to complete my set. Some people wanted to collect the same number through all of them, which was almost impossible unless you knew somebody. Mm. But uh, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to those days. It's about time we had some Star Trek action figures. And hopefully, this is just my own personal wish. I hope they look a little better than kind of the cartoonish version <laughs> of the Playmates figures in the 90s. Yeah. Now, I think Playmates also did the action figures for Star Trek 2009. I could be wrong about that. I'd be happy if they looked like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Now, they did have a little bit of a teaser image when they made this announcement of of characters beaming in. And you can slightly see some characters. Some people think one of them is uh, Bearded Spock from Discovery Season 2 and and some other things. So it'll be very interesting to see what those first releases are when they come out uh, early next year. Well, there you have it. I mean, this is very exciting. I, I can't wait. I uh, look forward to spending my money on more things. Yeah. Well, Dan, that's going to bring us to the biggest thing of the week. The story that piques our interest the most, and this week, that honor goes to Emmy nominations. Woohoo! It's award season, and Star Trek once again has picked up some great recognition. Yeah, they really have. It's always good to see Star Trek recognized with award nominations, and this year we actually have two Star Trek shows that have picked up Emmys. Uh, For Discovery, uh, the uh, nominations are for Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup, Outstanding Period and or Character Makeup Non-Prosthetic, Outstanding Special Visual Effects in a Single Episode, and Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series. And the latest animated Star Trek Lower Decks also picked up one nomination for Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series and animation. Now, Doug Jones and uh, Noah Averbeck-Katz have already tweeted out how great it is to see the prosthetics team nominated for the amazing work they do, and it's always great to see those re- those uh, those stars recognize the people behind the camera. Now, this is the first nomination for Lower Decks, and it's the 10th nomination for Discovery, which is pretty big. That's a, that's a good number for only uh, three seasons in. The franchise now has 174 nominations, along with 36 wins, and for those keeping track... TNG leads with 58 nominations and 18 wins. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
Uh, that, that's amazingly good. Uh, one of the things that strikes me is that we're still in an era where The Mandalorian can be nominated for any Emmy under the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Star Trek is still relegated to largely technical Emmys. Yeah. Really, the in the modern era, as I refer to it, or the Berman era forward, the only non-technical Emmy that Star Trek, I believe, has ever been nominated for is Best Dramatic Series in Season 7 of TNG. The only Star Trek series to ever be nominated for that particular honor. It lost that year, by the way. Yeah, it's really sad. And and on that note, I was really kind of disappointed to see no Picard nominations for season one because it was a lot of great stuff. I thought the writing was fantastic. I thought Sir Patrick Stewart was phenomenal given the amount of work that he had to do and his age and the character and all that stuff. Um, I, I 100% agree with you. It's about time that this um, franchise be recognized for more than just a special effects makeup uh, hub for awards because there's a lot more to it than just that. And not that they're not deserving of that. They absolutely right. are. It's great oh, to yeah. see these industry professionals getting some recognition because it is well-deserved. And I really hope they bring that hardware home because they deserve it 100%. It would be nice if we didn't have to sit here and wonder if uh, if the Academy had something against Star Trek. Because that's the way it feels every year Emmy nominations come out, quite frankly. If other genre shows can get nominated for acting awards... We've had some of the best actors on the planet in Star Trek. What the hell? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know that we've seen um, awards in the past nominations, I think for Doug and Sonequa, um, but still, they're very few and far between uh, when you look at the amount of nominations that they get for stuff that we've talked about. So, um, you know, like you said, I really hope they take home the the trophies because they're deserving of it. Um, It's always great to be nominated, as they say, but you know what? You want to win. I want them to win. You want them to win. So, win. All I do is yeah, win, well that's, win, win. No, no, stop, no. stop. <laughs> the last thing I want to hear is DJ Khaled in my head. No, I don't I mean, like the song anyway. My <laughs> wife goes around singing that song sometimes. It's like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> that's great. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. The lack of nominations for Picard, I think, really says a lot. Because there's a lot of great acting going on in Picard. People can have whatever criticisms they want about the series. Yep. Um, but it's undeniable that there are some amazing performances mm-hmm. in Star Trek Picard that I thought at least were, were Emmy worthy. Even if you don't look at Patrick Stewart, who, by the way, is one of the best living actors on the planet today. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Hurd, I thought, absolutely deserves some kind of nomination for Fantastic. her work. Yep. Yep. Um, as, well as, well, as well as many of the others. I thought Brent Spiner. I uh, really kind of deserved an Emmy nomination, you know, for for guest actor. Yep. Because I thought his Alten Inigo Sung, say that ten times fast, was mm. was really quite wonderful. So um it's it's rough, man. it's it it's clearly not anything that Star Trek has ever, you know, been able to claim a, a boatload of as far as acting Emmy nominations. And we can only hope that in the future the Academy wakes up and sees what's going on. Wake up. Yeah. That's really that's all you got. <laughs> that's all. I, wake up, yeah, because because you're right. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, um, you look at. I, I got to say, and I don't have any off the top of my head right now, but you look at some of the nominations of other shows in the past, and you're like, really, that person is getting nominated over this person for for whatever. Um, there was one this year that I actually I can't remember. It has something to do with um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think someone got nominated yeah. for an Emmy. Oh, um, the guy who uh, Don Cheadle, I think. Don nominated, Cheadle. But the, the guy who played the older super soldier, whose name is escaping me right now, was not. And he was light years ahead 
of Cheadle in that in the role that he played. So yeah, Carl Lumley, who is a fantastic Thank actor. You. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, I, that was disappointing. So I agreed with what people were saying. He he does an amazing amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's starting to strike me like a popularity club. I just exactly. want them to, I just want them to start winning some stuff. That would I mean, be nice. Well, we'll see. A, Emmys will be coming up some point. I don't have the date, and that's that's poor news reporting on my part. I don't have the date, but you know what? We don't need it because we'll see it on on uh, social media when it happens. Let's be honest. We're not going to watch him anyway. No, I don't know, but who does? <laughs> Besides the people, <laughs> you know what can I say? So. That's um, yeah, that, that about does it for the news from treknews.net for the week of July 21st, 2021. We're going to discuss a couple more Trek News stories on the Trek Geeks mobile app, so be sure to visit trekgeeks.com slash app to download it today. Of course, remember, for all the news on all the Star Trek CEO, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Coconut! Look at that.